Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Not the original recipe. The podcast, see, the weekend podcast is extra crunchy. It's uh, It's got a little extra crunch to it. On the weekends, but we are here hanging out on a Saturday, the second day of March, as the uh, we've already moved in to day two. It's amazing. That usually happens after day one, as we've got you covered all, well, at least for the next half hour or so on the podcast, celebrating National Banana Cream Pie Day, which is the king oh. of the pie. That's the king of the pie, Danny. Uh, I used to think, I, I was naive as a child, I thought that the apple pie was the king of the pie, but a properly made banana cream pie. Is amazing, and there's a the the greatest banana cream pie I've had is actually at a, a little diner in Manhattan, which is a few blocks away from my brother's place, and it's not they're not even known for their banana cream pie, but it, it was amazing. It was uh, j- the perfect amount of banana mixed with the crunch, and then you've got the of the uh, the the, the uh, what do you call it? the crust, and then you've yeah. got the uh, the cream on top. Perfect. Have, have you ever had it where they put the vanilla wafers? around it as a crust almost i've only had that a few times but yeah, yeah that's, oh, that's pretty good, good. Yeah. i would put that pie number two on my big board behind a really nice homemade peach cobbler on my peach cobbler list yeah well yeah you know, we can agree to disagree on that i'm not against peach cobbler but it's not in my top three pies what banana cream pie is like a country mile it's like secretariat ahead and then you got the like i like apple but there's like there's different kinds of apple, right? There's the the kind that's kind of pluffy apple or uh, puffed up apple. What is that called? The is that like? There's two different versions of it, or three different versions of apple pie. Um, but I, I yeah, you know, I, I like apple pie. That's my number two, and then number three rotates. I have like a rotation for number three. Depends on my mood. Uh, what I want for number three. Sometimes I go uh, lemon meringue, which is not. I don't know if that counts, but it's it's too light uh, uh. often. It's a problem there. I don't think uh, that would be in many people's top five. 
Well, no, I'm saying it, the number three rotates. Wrong. Uh, you know, strawberry. I've had a strawberry pie. That's rare. That's not a popular pie. That's not mainstream. Pecan pie. Yeah. I like pecan pie. Pretty good pecan pie. It's so sweet. Yeah, it's a pie. It's supposed to be sweet. Yeah, it's not supposed to make you run to get a glass of milk after one bite. Well, some of us don't drink milk. You know, we, we just drink uh, water or juice or something else. Juice with the pecan pie? Yeah, why not? I'm surprised you don't have diabetes. Well, I don't eat very often, so I pick my I pick my spots. But I was headed down that road. I'm dead sick. But anyway, on this podcast, we've got the uh, Bucky's baller bad officiating a hairy situation, and I know there'll be some other surprises along the way. We might even have the phrase of the week and whatnot uh, and all that. But I, I, before we get into it, I, I did want to address something we talked about on the Friday podcast, Dan, and you brought this to my attention from earlier in the week, and I, I've seen this thing going around. It's got a lot of traction. Oh, yeah. That the, uh, the people over there at Wendy's, the fast food establishment Wendy's, have decided to gouge their customers uh, with surge pricing, as you pointed out. And the reaction to this, Danny, uh, I've been paying attention. You brought it to my attention, so I started snooping around a little bit. And there is tremendous pushback. Tremendous oh, amount yeah. of pushback. Social so. media, it was like somebody shook up a social media ant farm. There's been lots of hashtag boycott Wendy's online. Yeah, like it's one thing if you're Uber and it's you're, you're, you got rush hour traffic and you say, all right, we're going to charge a little more. Uh, I don't like that. Uh, usually what I'll do is if I go to – I'll do Uber and Lyft and whoever's cheaper, I don't know. It's, to me, it's the same. I don't care. So I'll just go to whoever's cheaper. I think that's what most people do. And in the case of Wendy's, the uh, the backlash has just been tremendous, right? It's like one thing you – know, the airlines screw us over. The, uh, the car services screw us over. But you cannot – Screw up the frosty game. You can't do it, and we're out. And uh, I, we'll see how Wendy's responds. We'll see what they end up doing here in the coming days and weeks. Whether they they put their tail between their legs mm-hmm. and walk away. Uh, but Wendy did attempt to clarify their intentions, which is a nice way of saying, "Well, it's not as bad as you think." It's uh, they're calling it dynamic pricing. Yeah, a bunch of losers. Yeah, call it greed. Call it what it is. There's nothing dynamic about it, right? You want more money from your customers because there's a line at the drive-through. So imagine if In-N-Out Burger did this; they'd always have surge pricing. There is never like I go by Wendy's sometimes. There's a Wendy's near where I live. There's never anybody there, right? There's like yeah, maybe once yeah. or twice a day. There's people there. I go to In-N-Out Burger. They're lined up down the block and around the corner. So it's always surge pricing at In-N-Out Burger. And there there was a little bit of confusion with this story, too, because some people took to X Twitter and they said, oh, off hours, I'm going to go get a Frosty for 31 cents, LOL. No, that's not how this is going to work. They're not going to reward us as customers for going during off hours. They're going to stick it to us with the regular high menu price at normal times. Only when the restaurant traffic is busy is when they're going to up the price to who knows what. So what, you're going to pay for a $20 burger during the lunch rush? No, f*** you, Wendy's. (laughs) <laughs> well, they're claiming like they're well. They, they're using it's it's weasel terminology, right? They're not saying sir. They're saying as we said, dynamic pricing. 
Um, and they said that uh, they've gone through both models and all that. I lo- they put all this legalese. Like, well, there's a range of factors that are involved in the price of the food. Uh, it, what is that? The manager of the Wendy's looks out the window and there's like five cars in line instead of one yeah. or none. And they're like, all right, we're going to raise the price of that chicken <laughs> sandwich. One person tweeted, oh, great. Now for lunch, I'm going to have to call ahead to Wendy's with a bomb threat in order to go get my lunch. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, they said I, I was reading one of the, the reviews on this. They said, well, you know, twelve dollars a regular combo meal, but it would be you know it would be a little more. We you know tack on a little little extra. Get out of here! Thirteen dollars yeah. is already too much. That Wendy's burger has already shrunk in the past few years. The fries stink now. The frosty still a good product, but I'm not going to go pay. Fifteen, sixteen dollars for something that should be nine dollars. Yeah, and th- th- there's a couple factors that are in our favor on this because, and I don't eat at Wendy's much. I-, I haven't eaten there in years, to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, back in my big eating days, I was a regular at Wendy's. I was there two or three times a week. I got the chicken sandwich combo, <laughs> and I got the nuggets, and then sometimes I get the frosty. Yeah, you were an and, unofficial uh, taste tester. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. Uh, I never really got into the burgers at Wendy's, the square burgers. I always went with the chicken. Um, really, I, I actually like Wendy's burgers. I like the way the bread, the meat, and the cheese and their bacon all squished together. Yeah, I just fell in love with the chicken sandwich at Wendy's, and I, I remember a story somebody told me that Dave Thomas, the guy that founded Wendy's, had worked with the guy from KFC, so it was like the same quality of chicken or whatever. Oh, okay. It was like they were known for their chicken, like Dave Thomas. Uh, maybe I'm talking yeah. on my ass. Oh boy! On that. Speaking I, but, of Dave Thomas, yeah. what would he think of this? Oh, Dave Thomas is rolling, rolling yeah. over in his grave yeah. right now. Uh, how dare them? Uh, yeah. So you you got the public backlash. There's a couple other things here. You've got Wall Street, right? If this affects the sales of Wendy's food, uh, then that you got the the stock market people that will chime in and say, Hey, wait a minute! You know, you're a big cor- company. This is you know part of a big company. This is not good. But you also have. I wouldn't be shocked if the FTC gets involved in this, the Federal Trade Commission, because I, I I did read something somewhat recently about Amazon facing the FTC. There's a lawsuit accusing them of unfair practices, and it, it involves Amazon has been doing this with their the price of products, at, which makes no sense to me. Uh, but they they've ended up uh, raising prices. Apparently, that's the accusation anyway. They've raised prices at certain times and overcharged. Uh, sellers uh, as well. They prevented them from lowering prices. So there's there's a possibility the the government, which all we need is bureaucracy to get involved in that. But I stand (laughs) with the fast food lover. And and as we pointed out, Danny, in a previous episode of the show, the one thing about fast food restaurants, you almost never find one fast food restaurant. You find a cluster of fast food restaurants. Mm -hmm. It's it's not going to find like a, a Wendy's by itself on an island. Right. You're going to find a Wendy's, and then maybe there'll be like a Burger King, which, you know, not big fans of. Um, but uh, Arby's, your favorite. You love Arby's. <laughs> you took the family there, did the famous Arby's review on the podcast and all that. So it's a, you said it's a money laundering operation. Is that your theory? Yeah, because I still don't know anybody who eats at an Arby's. I mean, I remember yeah. as a kid, we'd go in there and get those weird beef sandwiches or whatever they're known yeah, for with, yeah. the, with that weird melted cheese on the weird meat. Um, but the Arby's I see around us here in this area of L.A., 
there's never anybody there. So I just figure it's a, a front for a drug lord. Yeah, it's reasonable. Uh, I used to eat at Arby's a lot many years ago, and I would when I lived, even as an adult, I lived in Hollywood, and there was an Arby's on, I think it was on Sunset, which is still there. I was in I was in Hollywood the other day, and there's an Arby's still there. And uh, here's here's an interesting uh, question, and very difficult to answer. Uh, what is thinner, Danny, the Arby's roast beef? Or the toilet paper at a truck stop. You know that really thin yeah. one-ply toilet paper? <laughs> uh, it's, it's really neck and neck. Uh, you mentioned government uh, a few minutes ago. And uh, to take a full star away from our podcast rating, let's get into that for a second. Uh-oh. Um, no, no, my look. man, stay away from the <laughs> politics, my man. That's a third rail. Third, Someone's going to get triggered. I like your show, man. but you mentioned blank, my man. This is what happened to the podcast when Gagon was doing it. Um, look, I'm not a fan of big government controlling everything in our lives, but this is one instance where I would like a leader to step up and say, you know what? I have kids just like most of Americans do. F- you, I'm not going to let this happen on my watch. Shrinking the product and screwing the average American who does not get a cost of living raise each year when's the last time any of us got raises from our jobs this would be a different conversation if all of us got regular raises to amend things for the cost of living that's not happening everything around us is shooting way up in price because the argument here could be like well don't go to fast food just cook at home all right bastard go to the grocery store and get two bags of groceries for your family that's 200 bucks so there's no easy way out with this we're not getting raises at our jobs so one government official who's in a high spot needs to step up for all of us right now and put their foot down well and what ends up happening is uh the the politicians will say something joe biden if I'm not mistaken, he talked about how he was going to do something to end resort fees. You know, nice place, and they said, "Well, there's a resort fee," and uh, you know they tack that on. Of course, they don't advertise that. That's a tack on add-on fee. And he said he was going to take care of that. Um, I've been to Vegas a bunch. Uh, I I'm still paying. I'm still paying resort fees. Uh, there's nothing has happened. Now you say something to get votes. And then you get somebody sends you some money in the mail, and then you're like, "Okay, all right, I'll forget about that. I'll move on." Yeah. something else but so the big uh, question is will we ever have a politician in our life who sticks to what they say and actually does something for a positive change in our lives so that we could maybe i don't know live the american dream i don't know about you ben but yeah. that's been far out of our reach for years and years and it just seems like things are getting worse yeah and, and the way the establishment is right the, the establishment you would say if you came in as an outsider, I mean, look, we saw what happened with Trump as an outsider. He got attacked by everybody, right? All the establishment and all that. And if you have somebody as an outsider, it's going to be after somebody young, I would think, right, that can captivate people. But the, most of the people that vote are old. Yeah. So it's Well, like, we, we talked about this last weekend, yeah, yeah. that it would either take a change in the way these parties all operate I don't know, maybe an independent who could get both sides to kind of split the difference down the middle. I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm just wondering for the sake of Koa, my kid down the road, is he going to be able to get a job where he actually can afford to be middle class? 
Yeah, and what what is that? What is middle class like? How much do you have to make? Do you have to make you know, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be considered? Dude, I, nowadays, well, where we live, <laughs> well, we live in it's three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be middle class. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane. Uh, anyway, all right, uh, does that end the political part of the podcast? We now I mean, move I don't ahead. Think, I don't think that's no, very political. It, what yeah, we're, that's, what, yeah, what we're talking about is more like. Common sense. Yeah, common sense. And for the good of our country, I mean, as sports fans, we all discussed and debated this when we got peacocked on that playoff game. And and this this is kind of in that same category, but worse because, you know, it's a luxury to watch sports and stream all these different services that we have monthly. It shouldn't be a privilege to just eat normal food throughout the month. And yeah. our grocery bills right now, Ben, with three kids, we're dying right now. I mean, we we just don't know. Uh, it, it took us five months to save up for a one-week trip, and a lot of the reason why we can't save any money right now is because of our grocery bills. Yeah, it's it's insane. Well, one may I recommend, Danny, intermittent fasting. Just tell the kids <laughs> to eat one meal every other day, oh. and you'll be back to where you were, right? And then when they raise prices again, just tell them never to eat again. Just, uh, just fast all the time, and you'll be good to go. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to turn the page. I I did want to think there was a listener from Donna, Texas. I'd never heard of Donna, Texas. It's uh, in the southern part of Texas, right near the Mexican border. It's a border town. Donna. Yeah, it's a little little small town in Texas. And a listener and I... I apologize in advance if I'm getting this wrong. I'm trying to remember. I don't have the the package that is that was sent, uh, but I think the guy's name was Jose from Donna, Texas. If not, I humbly apologize. You can email me and call me a jackass, and I will correct that. Uh, but he has he has made me uh, this listener from Donna, Texas, a Bucky baller. Now, have you ever been to Bucky's, the famous gas station truck stop in Texas, and, and all over the South? Have you ever been there? No, but I know about it thanks to you. Yes, I have heard about Bucky's. I I saw a documentary on 
I don't know, YouTubers. It was it was, it was a YouTube influencers that were somehow I popped popped on my feed, and they were at this Bucky's, the world's biggest uh, convenience store, or whatever it was, uh, largest convenience store in the world, um, and whatnot. Which I don't think is I I think the new record is actually in Tennessee by a Bucky's location in Tennessee. The one in Texas now is not. They don't have the record anymore. The, the what I saw, but this thing is like seventy four thousand square feet for a convenience store. It's uh, ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. But so anyway, this guy, uh, uh, call him Jose from Donna, Texas. He sent in a Bucky's gift package, and uh, very nice. He uh, said, "I got a little shirt. I got a, a snack item from Bucky's." Now Bucky's is, was started. I, I looked this up. I, like, I want to know more about Bucky's. The, the nickname of the founder was Arch Beaver Applin. And uh, because of that, like, Bucky's. You uh, said Beaver. Uh, well, it was a form of his childhood name, Beaver, and the name of his uh, Labrador, his dog, uh, Buck. So that's uh, that's how that worked there. And these things are open all. It's like you know we have Seven Eleven, which is a national chain. Bucky's a regional chain, and they're open all you know, all hours, all days, and all that stuff. And mostly in Texas, but. They have spread out. They're in Alabama. There's locations all over the South, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky, and South Carolina. So I'm, I'm going to have to go to South Carolina. When I'm in South Carolina later this year, uh, I'm going to find a Bucky's. That's going to be on my to-do list. And uh, the people I'm with will say, what the F is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> why, why do you need to stop at a convenience store? And uh, they also have the, the, the record for the world's longest car wash. At Bucky's, they have the uh, the largest number of gas pumps to choose from. So there's there's that. Uh, the food's supposedly amazing. Now, what I got in the mail uh, from our friend in Donna, Texas, was beaver nuggets. That's uh, that's what we got there. Which is, you know, what it is. It's like uh, <laughs> don't. It's not what you think. Uh, it's uh It's it's like popcorn uh, or no. It's not even popcorn. It's like corn puffs with like caramel sugar on it. Oh, okay. And uh, that is, according to the internet, that is the number one product that that is the most popular snack item at Bucky's. So beaver so, balls. <laughs> yeah, I, I have not eaten them yet because I haven't. I, I'm, I'm been doing a lot of fasting. I might eat them later today, and I can report back. But Bucky's, when they opened, they were known for bathrooms, clean bathrooms, and cheap ice, which is really all you need to do if you're a truck stop. Not a truck stop, but a, a convenience store. Clean bathrooms, ice. That's good to go. So anyway, that was my. Uh, Bucky Ballers. I like the shirt though. It's got the Beaver logo. So I during the day, I, you know, I slum around. I'm got stu- nothing going on, so I wear different shirts around the house. And I'm, the the Bucky's shirt is in my rotation. I have a three shirt rotation. I have the now I have the added the Bucky shirt. I have a shirt that Rob Parker gave me from his podcast. It's time for trash. The great Rob Parker, and I also have from Moving Man Matt, our guy in Boston. He sent me, which is. My favorite shirt is very comfortable. It's long sleeve, uh, moving man mat. I don't know if you listen to the pod or not, but uh, yeah, that is that is a solid shirt. And it's got the name of his moving company and and all that. So I would like to call out bad officiating, Danny, as we flip the pod. Bad officiating. Now, this bad officiating took place on the radio show. Oh, okay. So I brought in. I thought you were going to go sporty on us. No, I could God. Can't do that. Come on, we did politics. You think I can do? Sp- no, I can't do sports. So uh, the bad officiating was on the show. So I had made some cookies. I think we talked about this. I don't know. 
in the previous episode. But last weekend, I had a buddy of mine come in from Texas and doesn't come out very often. And, you know, we've, I've known this guy since elementary school. So the only friend I have from elementary school, my longest standard, you know, a statured friend. So we, we hung out in the playgrounds back in the day. And now we're both middle-aged dudes. And, and he lives in Dallas. And so he comes out to, I, I, he comes out to California a lot. Uh, well, I say a lot. You know, once a year, maybe. But sometimes I don't see him because he's got other things going on. So he was going to stay at the Mallard Mansion for a couple of days. So I went in. I, I made some peanut brittle. I made some uh, some cookies. And then Eddie is like, hey, I, I, I want one of those cookies. And I said, well, okay. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll see what I can do. So I had a few left. I had three left, right? So I brought, I brought the, the cookies in. Peanut butter chocolate chip. Right? Bakery-style peanut butter chocolate chip cookies. And yeah. these, things, these things came out pretty good. Um, it's hard to f up a cookie. It is difficult to f one up, but I've I've been like an artisan. This is my hobby on the weekends. I I, I futz around in the kitchen and try to master the uh, the different recipes that I've found and, and and put together and whatnot. So I made the cookies. He's like, I want one. So I right, fine. I, the other night I brought them in, and I I had three cookies uh, that uh, that were left to bring in. So I brought the cookies in. You know, it's normal. That's what you do. You bring the and so and then I was like, well, wait a minute. Lorena was training and she was in that night. So n- now we had a math problem. So now we had I brought three cookies because I assumed the regular crew was going to be there. Eddie, Coop, and Iowa Sam. And Lorena might be skinny, but she eats like a truck driver. Yeah, she's got the that good uh what's the term I'm looking for here? The uh Metabolism. Process. Metabolism, yeah. yes. That's the word. She's got that. I if I had that, oh my god, yeah. I would not be fast. She's she's one of those people where she keeps telling me, "I'm trying to gain ten pounds. It's really hard." I'm like, "Oh, follow me around. I'll show you how to do that easily." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I definitely know how to gain weight. Um, the master. Anyway, so she was there training. So then I had three cookies for four people. Coop wasn't there. He got sick. I mean, amazing. Uh, so we had uh, in his place. We had Lee to lap, and, and he was. So I, was like, I don't mind giving the cookie to Lee. You know, Lee's there, and, and I always say, but what do I do with Lorena? So anyway, I, uh, we figured it out, gave uh, the cookies out. Iowa Sam and Lorena split the cookie. And uh, then we went to the judges' scorecards. And if you listen to the live overnight show this week, the radio show, um, they all said how great the cookie was, but nobody gave me a 10. He said what now? Pissed off about that, Dan. That's bad officiating. <laughs> that was a 10. Peanut butter chocolate chip cookie, bakery style, thick and gooey. And cr- you know, a little little bit of not a crunch, but uh, you know, thickness on the outside and chewiness on the inside. Chewy, gooey, ooey fun. And I did not get a 10. It's a bad job by Eddie. That's a bad job by Iowa Sam, uh, L- Lorena, and and also Lita Lap. Shame on them. So I just wanna I just wanna complain about that. I feel like I, there, I feel like there was a drop in there somewhere. Oh, probably. Chewy, gooey, ooey fun. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, speaking of Lorena, though, uh, she made me very self-conscious this week. So she's training to, to replace Iowa Sam. Uh, and and so she's she's been there randomly and kind of learned how we do the overnight show and stuff like that, which is fine. You know, it's not it's not brain surgery. And so she's in there, and uh, you know, I don't really know her. I'm get, kind of getting to know her. I've seen her a few times in the hallways, but we don't really know each other. And so I, the the whole cookie thing, and she brings up on the air is like, "Do you have cats?" And I'm like, "No, I, I don't have cats. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't." Have. And then I I look down and I saw that the shirt I was wearing had, I, I put two and two, oh, like a light bulb went up. And, yeah, yeah. So the shirt I was wearing had <clears throat> had this like like kind of fur on it. Um, it Sounds was, like something's in your throat right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, the my dog Luigi, the mix between a pug and a, a French bulldog. He's a shitter, I bet. Oh, big time. And I've never had a dog that sheds. Uh, ever, I mean, I'll just I, mean, I, I don't. Let me take that back. I've had dogs that shed, but not nearly as much as Luigi. Th- this dog is just spitting hair everywhere the dog goes. But what had happened here? Because I didn't even hang out with Luigi the day of this event, you know, the, the radio show. So I've determined it's a very hairy situation here that. The laundry, my wife usually handles the laundry. I do the dishes. And so my wife had put some of the clothes down on one of the chairs in the living room. And before she could put them away, she kind of left them there for a little bit. Luigi decided he wanted to roll around in the clothes. And I guess she didn't notice it. Oh, no. But I, uh, I of course, I was in a hurry to get to, you know, I have a long drive. Uh, I very long drive. Uh, the company wants me to come in. I thank them for that. And so I drive in, and it takes a long time to get there. So I'm kind of in a hurry. And I grab the shirt, and I didn't really look at it. I figured it's uh, you know, it's hung up. It's probably clean. Nothing to worry about there. And, uh, yeah, so then I was, like, kind of self-conscious the rest of the night. I was like, man, you must think I'm, like, uh, uh, like a pig or something like that, right? But, I, I mean, it was an honest mistake, Danny. It was an honest mistake. I mean, I didn't realize. I, maybe I should have looked at it when I, uh, when I put it on, but I was just like, yeah, I got to go. I got to get out of here. There was a time, Big Ben, where I had just started dating this fine young lady from Westlake Village, and I went over to her house. She lived with a roommate in a nice house, and they had pets. She had a dog, and her roommate had like a cat and a dog. So there were three pets running around this house, and I I went over. They invited me over for game night, and I was like, Game night's a big night. That's a a step. That's a step. Stepping stone. Yeah, right. 
we hadn't even hooked up like that yet. Maybe made out or something, but hadn't gone all the way. Yeah. So what am I in junior high? Um, so, <laughs> so, um, you know, game night ends and I'm like, thank God, man, I hate this stupid board game that they were playing. She's like, um, why don't you come into my bedroom and let's hang out? And I'm like, yeah, I go into her bedroom and the first thing I see, she had the stairs, the doggy stairs next to her bed. Oh, okay. And then she says, oh, sit down on the bed next to me. And I sat down, Ben, and her dog was white. There was this white fur, like a coating on her comforter of white fur. Oh, boy. I carefully maneuvered myself. And, of course, as a Raiders fan, what color do you think I was wearing? Of course, you had the black. Yeah. You had the black on. I had black jeans on. I had probably a Raiders shirt on, like a nice new Raiders shirt on. Uh, it was during football season. I was representing. I was very careful, though, and I, like, laid down next to her on her bed, and we talked and then I, you know, we said our good night, our goodbye. I leave, and I needed to stop at the gas station to get some gas. I'll, I'll never forget this. I get out of my car, grab the pump, start pumping gas, and I happen to look down from my ankle all the way up to my chest. I looked like a Muppet. I had, I was just covered in white fur. You. I mean, it, you know those rollers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up. You got to get one of those rollers. Oh, no. Five of those rollers wouldn't have been enough. Immediately go home, take a hot shower, throw all those clothes into the washing machine right away, and I never went to her house again. It was just gross. So, yeah, Yeah, I I understand how you could feel some shame on that. Yeah, I felt like pig pen, and I'm like, I'm not like, I usually, you know. I, I'm not. I'm not terrible. There are there are worse people when it comes to grooming than me. I'm not. I'm not the king of grooming, but I I, I no. shower regularly. Yeah. I brush and my I've, teeth, I've never you know? seen you walk around with fur on you before. No, no, that was of all the the days to have Luigi to to pick the one shirt covered in Luigi hair. Uh, that was the the day. Why don't we uh, get out on the? Let's see. Do we we did the word of the week yesterday? So I think what we should do today. Is the what do you think here? The idiom of the week or the phrase of the week? Is that oh, what we should do here? Phrase yeah. of the week sounds good. Does that sound good? Yeah. The phrase of the week. The phrase of the week. All right. The phrase of the week is something that we all use. Kill time. Right? Kill time. Right? Past time. Uh, you know, I yeah. gotta kill some time, man. I'm killing uh, people listen to this podcast, the kill time, right? They're bored. Yeah, they this is this a podcast. great this is a great phrase. Covino talked about this the past couple of uh, days on the afternoon show, how he needed to kill 12 hours because he's flying to Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah, he really needs to kill time. The phrase, kill time, uh, it actually goes back to ancient times. And in the uh, the olden times, people uh, had a lot of leisure time between tasks that they had to do, between work assignments. And they would often do what you know, we do today. They'd have different technology, obviously, where they'd play games and they'd have uh, different recreational activities to, to pass the time. But one of the things that they used involved using small sticks to mark the actual passing minutes on the ground. And so they, they would await the completion of tasks uh, the, uh, you know, or the uh, arrival of some big event that they were having in, in ancient times, and they would playfully kill time. by They'd arrange these sticks or markers into different patterns. They'd kind of play games, and that was the 
the entertainment. And over time, the practice evolved into the expression, the figurative expression of kill time, which is symbolizing the act of obviously engaging in activities to pass idle moments or periods where you're waiting for something to happen. Uh, The earliest recorded instance of the phrase time to kill dates back to 1590. All the way back to 1590. So that phrase, kill time, has been around for a while. It is Saturday. Uh, what do you got going on? I got nothing going on today. I'm just kind of hanging out today. Not much going on. What do you got going on? Today? I am packing my bags and just kind of doing a checklist of things because we are taking Baby Koa on his first flight. We leave out tomorrow. All right, and will you tell us more about that, or are you going to save that for later? I will save that for the Sunday morning podcast. All right, we'll find out. You see, that's a that's a cliffhanger. You'll have to wait for the Sunday podcast. That is a professional radio tease. Look at that. All right, very good. Have a great rest of uh, your day today. Thank you for following this podcast, telling friends about it, and we'll catch you next time. Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.